Welcome to the Pop Culture Sydney podcast. This is episode four with your host, Victoria. Unfortunately, Daniel is sick, so he's going to miss our first ever guest host. Kelvin Mendoza. So, Kelvin Mendoza, my brother, is a very good buddy of mine, bit of a movie buff himself. I try, I try. So, uh, this is actually episode four 2.0. Unfortunately, we did record something earlier and I just managed to delete that one and, and we couldn't recover the file appropriately. She just threw it away. She just didn't even try. Just, just didn't meet my standards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we wanted to discuss a few topics today, but obviously we'll start off with our usual um, on the show, which is the latest Rick and Morty episode, which was, I believe, episode eight. It was the Ricktonal Frenchine of the Spotless Mort. So it was a bit of a weird episode. What were your thoughts on the episode? Um, yeah, I just I just found it not not that good. I guess it was very like I couldn't really get into it. Like I was trying my hardest, but it just it wasn't happening for me. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen the, the episode yet, basically, uh, Morty, Summer, Jerry, and Beth go away on a trip, and Rick's left to his own self to wreak some havoc, and he goes into the garage and puts Bird Person back together, so he's no longer. A cyborg and he goes inside of his subconscious to retrieve his uh his being i guess his his mind and he runs into a bunch of different memories that bird person has of of him and it's just weird yeah uh, yeah it's just too weird for me like i was trying to at least hoping to find a funny bit but it was just like mm, just not happening yeah i found there was a really uh sad part which we discussed previously as well which was he runs into uh, the younger version of himself, so Rick, sorry, and they start going through um, one of the episodes of previously where there was like a huge war and they had like robots and stuff. And Rick was talking about how he just didn't really like the end of, of that particular memory. So that's why he'd never revisited it. And then you finally get to see what it was. And it was where he he basically tells Bird Person about like, yeah, you know, you and me, let's do more adventures together. And bird person kind of just shrugged him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really sad to see him <laughs> in that kind of position because usually it's Rick the one that's always in like in power. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just like yeah, it was it was too weird, man. Like <laughs> another another part I don't uh, know if you noticed as well was same thing. He was talking to the wrong, sorry younger version of himself, and he was saying how he lived with his daughter. And the younger version of himself was like, oh, you know, that's kind of pathetic. Don't tell me you recreated a version of your dead daughter. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know what? I I didn't even pay much attention to it. It's only when you brought it up that I was like, oh, wait, what? Really? No. Kind of thing. Like, So pretty much from what you told me is that his daughter maybe died and he cloned her or something? Yeah, I'm not too sure what happened there. I was chatting to a friend and we had a few different... I guess, speculations where, you know, is it all a figment of his his imagination, which is what I was thinking. Like, did he recreate all of this? Like, is it going to be, you know, he wakes up, he's been in a coma, and all of this was imagined. He's just some, you know, 65, 70-year-old old man that has nothing going for him. He's created this whole world in his mind. Or is it, you know, yes, he's a scientist, he does all these portals and stuff, and one of the multiple clones that he has made or someone from one of the other parallel universes he's brought along and turned them into his actual family. So many options. Yeah, there is, there is. Like, no, Look, I don't think it's all in his imagination because like, it sounds too 
Like, in a way, he sounds very realistic when he talks about the stuff that he's talking about. So, yeah, true. You know what I mean? So, if he, if he was imagining something like that, he wouldn't be so assertive when he's talking about all the, like, calculations and stuff and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, at the very least, what happens uh, in, in this week's episode, so episode nine, to see if they continue on with that storyline or if they just, you know, go off and do something completely different. Yeah, be, yeah I guess so, because then, like... It'll, it'll make that episode worthwhile. So if you know what exactly happened, because like if you're going to be left there going, what the crap just happened? You'll be like, yeah, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, yeah. So it should be good um, nonetheless. Another thing we were talking about was a movie that you recommended. Yes, The the Foxcatcher. So great cast. It's got Channing Tatum, Steve Carell, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yep, Mr. Hulk himself. Yep. And yeah, look, it's it's a bit of a slow movie. It's over two hours. Yeah, I was the same. Like when I was watching it, I was just like, at some at some extent, I was like, am I really putting myself through this? But then, like at the ending, I was just like, it was worth it. Like I go, okay, I sat down for all that slow stuff, but then the ending just really spun me around. Yeah, so a great movie. Like I said, slow to start off. It is long. Great, absolute movie. It's based on the life of Mark Schultz, which is an American Greco-Roman wrestler, uh, Olympic gold medalist, and his brother, who was also a gold medalist in the same sport. Basically, after the, I believe it was 1984 Olympics, which is where they both won, Dave kind of did well for himself and Mark was struggling a little bit. And they managed to get, well, Mark did, uh, a call from a, a rich philanthropist that wanted to acquire him and help him get back to the Olympics, set up a, a great team. And it was his own kind of sick little project to to impress his... His, his mama. His, yeah, <laughs> his, his almost senile mother. And, you know, he does get back to the Olympics, but he kind of gets taken along this, this dark path and he's manipulated, he's put onto drugs, he loses motivation for his training. Yeah. Um, and he the, the rich guy's name is John DuPont. So this is actually based on a true story. Yeah, that's what made it more interesting. Like, once you know, once you watch the whole thing and you go, wow, this actually really happened, it kind of like makes it more interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so John DuPont, yeah, starts, you know, training him, knows absolutely nothing about the sport himself, and gets to a stage where, you know, he's not happy with the progress they're making because it's not making himself any more important in anyone else's eyes. So he goes out and he gets. Uh, Mark's brother to join the team, who is someone that the you know USA uh, Olympic Committee has been trying to get on board to to train other athletes. I think what I, I think he, I, I think he actually had a um a contract with them. If you, because I remember that they were both talking about it. Because um, his brother was trying to bring him on straight away, but then uh, Mark Ruffalo goes, um, "I'm already tied up." with a contract so he kind of told him you know it'd be really good for you you should go i don't think he had a contract yet i think he was getting into one but it was more that he i think he owned that gym that they were at the wrestling gym oh okay um and not just that but you know his his kids were already going to school his wife was happy where they were and all of that well yeah it's different because like you know you you got he had other priorities while well mark just wanted to get back to the olympics exactly Anyway, so, so John, he ends up acquiring him and, you know, he's doing a good job at training the, the team. He gets uh, Mark back to the Olympics. Unfortunately, I think he didn't 
win. No. But they get back and he's meant to stay on a little bit longer and, you know, keep working towards like further Olympics and things like that. But John DuPont is messed up. And like Steve Crow did a great job playing him. Yeah, it's just like, it's... Uh, Completely different role to what he usually does. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And he did such a good job. He really was a creep. <laughs> and anyway, so, you know, bit of a spoiler here, guys. So if you don't want to hear it, just uh, skip ahead of maybe like, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. But John DuPont kills Dave. Yeah. He just, he just gets out of the car and just shoots him. It was like four times, just like... Bra, 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 bra. <laughs> and just completely like, I was shook. Yeah, not yeah. only that, but as you said, he, he turned, he was going to shoot the wife. She had to run inside the house. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. And this all happened because um, the younger brother left. Because mm. uh, like him and like he, he had like, he was starting to get some sort of a relationship with the younger brother, but it was a weird relationship. You know what I mean? But like, I think after his mother died, I think he was just trying to find someone to like... I think it was because he had such a, a weird relationship with his mother that he was trying to recreate that with someone else. So instead of being the inferior person in that relationship, he wanted to be his mother in that relationship. Yeah, yeah. So because he was able to manipulate Mark so well, you know, he had that. But Mark left. He was like, no, nah, this is too much for me. Like, if I stay here, I'm going to be messed up. Yeah. And then he, he couldn't get that same experience from Dave. Like, Dave had too much self-respect and he knew what he was doing. So he didn't put up with that stuff. Exactly. And that's where, you know, the issue arose where John DuPont didn't feel respected and he, he knew it. He was like, do you have a problem with me? And, and that was it, man. That was the end of it. Yeah, that was yeah. I was I remember I was sitting there watching the movie and then it's just like that like that that part of the movie I did not see coming. Mm. Like you 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 kept saying that you know you knew he was dodgy or something but like I knew yeah, I knew he he wasn't right in the head but just the way it just panned out out of nowhere. I'm just like, "Whoa." It just yeah, like, it like, really just put me out. I I could yeah, I definitely read the situation. I definitely knew something was going to happen, and I, I thought it was going to lead to that. But if anything, I thought it was going to be like Mark that ended up dying. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe he gets poisoned or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was Dave, and yeah. and out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. And crazy. the funny thing is that the pawn he had some I don't know what he had some sort of government contract, so he had a different yeah, he, had. He, he had guns like he. I yeah. reckon he spent a whole week trying to pick which gun he was going to shoot. Um, David. Yeah. And that was crazy. He he ordered a, a tank. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember. He ordered this tank and he wanted it to have like a machine gun attached to it. And he sent the tank back because it didn't have the machine gun attached. Well, hey. If you you got- could attach it to it, but he, he... Oh, it was crazy. Well, if you got that much money, why not? Like if I had that much money and somebody... And I wanted a tank with a machine gun on top and then arrived without a machine gun, I'll send the whole thing back. I go, nah. I mean, I think the only situation in my life that I could compare to that was I went to an expensive restaurant for my friend's birthday and we ordered the duck and it was dry and I sent it back and I was like, man, I feel so badass right now. Yeah, I bet you you ate um, spat duck afterwards. No, nah, we didn't get anything else after oh, that. Okay. <laughs> they were like, do you want another one? I was like, no, 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 no. And my friend was like, no, we should just get it. I'm like, they're going to spit in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the closest I've got it to that. That's funny. Um, I heard a story, uh, story once. Mm. This is like when I was a lot younger. Yep. That there was a lady that went to a restaurant or something. And she did something like that and she sent it back. And then when she got the new one, like she ate it or whatever. And then, then a couple of days later she felt really sick and she went to the doctors. And like she spewed up or whatever and they kept it all. And they, they ran tests on it and apparently they were five different types of semen in the food that she ate 
Jesus. So that's why I, I never take anything back. I'm just like, if it's bad, I'll just eat it. I'm just like, oh, God, this is terrible. I, that, like, <laughs> I sent it back that one time, but yeah. I didn't ask for anything else after that. Yeah, that like, was smart. That was smart. Um, but yeah, like, I think even if, if you say it in a nice way, like, I think some people can be real jerks about it. Yeah. But also, it's it's still a risk. Like, it what, is, what yeah. if someone takes it personally? Like, oh, oh, they think they're better than me. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I, was, I was at a restaurant a while back. They were taking really long to bring the food. Mm. So the chick just goes, look, I'm just going to go. And then when she said she was going to go, the food just came out. Yeah. And she didn't take it. She just left. Um, You can tell the guy in the restaurant was like, I, I don't think angry, but kind of upset because, you know, he took all that time to prepare the food. But yeah. Some people, they're just so rude about it. It is. It is. Like, uh, it is frustrating though. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it just depends the type of person that you are, you know? Like, yeah, that's true. That's why, you know, I need, like, when I start dating someone, I need to date someone feisty mm. so they can stick up for me at restaurants. Because, like, when that kind of stuff happens, I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not happy with this food, but I'll eat it anyway, like, kind of thing. Like, babe, I ordered fries. They're not here. <laughs> <coughs> oh, there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny like that. Yeah. No, I, I like, I have had my my occasions where I've had to, like, go up this is this is really funny actually because a while back i went and bought myself a chocolate sundae yeah and the way they pour it into the cup it ended up having like a big gap in between so i wasn't like i was missing a lot of ice cream so i took like my two scoops and the whole thing collapsed to the bottom just like i'm missing half me like half my um chocolate sundae and then i'm just like oh, i can't believe i'm gonna eat this and then i was i was with my couple of friends and like come on you're a soft girl get up there and i'm just like <sighs> Okay, so I got up there and I go, they go, look, you just gave me these and it's missing half of it. And, you know, I just want what's mine, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the little kid gave me a bit of attitude. Like he went and filled it up. He's like, is this how you like it? And I'm like, yeah, I paid for it. You know, like <laughs> it's hard because like, okay, yeah, I know it isn't that much a chocolate sundae, but like you look at the picture of the chocolate sundae, yeah, that's what yeah. you expect. You know, you, you're paying for it. So you, you want your money's worth. A hundred percent. I totally get the frustration and not just that, but also like. Man, I get it. They get paid like six bucks an hour. Yeah. But man, just fill it up the first place. Like it doesn't come out of your wages. Exactly. Yes. It's like one time I went to Hungry Jack's uh-huh. and I asked for, they sell sticky date pudding. Okay. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Anyway, went to Hungry Jack's, went through the drive-thru, got a few things and asked for a sticky date pudding. I get, I pay, I get to the window where I have to collect the stuff. They're like, oh, we actually don't have sticky date. I was like, oh, that's fine. They're like, do you want anything else? I was like, nah, that's fine. They're like, all right, thanks. I'm like, wait aren't you going to refund me for the sticky date? They're like, oh, you want it? I'm like, yes, that's my money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, do I look like I'm rich to you? I drive a Toyota Yaris and it's dirty. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Toyotas, guys. Very reliable cars. I drive a Toyota. <laughs> Another movie we talked about recently that I recommended to you was Thunder Force. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually recommend good movies. And straight up, I said, it's not the best movie but you'll get a laugh out of it. I actually really enjoy Melissa McCarthy, but it's kind of like the situation with Adam Sandler where you always get the same kind of humor. It doesn't change that much. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was a weird movie. Yeah, we'll give you that. I'll give you a lot of weird Um, Don't understand why Jason Bateman had crab claw hands. That was probably like, I reckon that was the best part of the movie, watching him walk around. Like whenever he went to hide... He reminded me of Dr. Soyford. I like the uh, the scene where he goes to a restaurant with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> and he tries to grab 
a glass of wine and he breaks it. And then they bring the menu out to him and they're talking about a seafood platter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. And then scene. she's like buttering his hands up. Yeah, that's <laughs> sick. They're creepy. But see, it does have good parts. But I, I think the thing I liked about it the most was, I guess, how some of the concepts they had are things that actually are possible. Yeah. In, you know, the next, uh, let's say, 50 to 100 years where, you know, they do genetic modifications via injections and it can give you superpowers. It can give you invisibility. Some people had, you know, other powers like fire or lasers. I have no idea what the hell they were. Yeah. But it's just a, an interesting um, topic, I guess. Like, where, where do you draw the line? I reckon once that starts happening, we are going to be coming to the end of our world. Oh, 100%. It'll definitely be the end of humanity and, and Earth as we know it yeah. now. Because I think when a person has that much power, a lot of greed and a lot of a lot of bad things are going to happen. Oh, definitely. Like, we're already egocentric creatures. It's all about us, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yes. So, if you have the power to be able to change something that you're not happy with, you are definitely going to do it. I don't care who you are or how good you think you are. If you have that power, you will definitely dip into it. No, no, but on a more serious note, like... Well, not serious. It is uh, just talking about a mo- another movie again. Is um, you know, if you look back at uh, Transformers, you know, like they were so superior beings, and then they ended up having a civil war, which ended up blowing up their own planet. Yeah, it destroyed them. Exactly. So I'm just thinking, like, if we got to a point where everybody's like uh, modified, and I don't know, something broke out, that'd be the end of Earth. I reckon. Yeah, we'll be done. Maybe by then we would have found another planet to destroy. Well, there's Mars. That's already destroyed, so you just got to rebuild it so you can blow it up again. Yeah, true, true, true. I'd like to live on Neptune. I don't know. It was always my favorite planet. Neptune, that's, that's a cold one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's before Pluto. Oh, okay. That, that's too cold. You wouldn't like it. If I can have an electric blanket there, I'll be fine. Okay, true, true. There's, um, I was watching this doco once. Um, I think it's... Uh, okay, so we got the sun, then it's Mercury, is that right? Yeah. What's the one after that? Venus. Venus. They were talking about this, just like all calculation stuff. They go that they can make Venus habitable. How? It's, it would be too hot. No, but what it is it's is... too close to the sun. No, no. It's actually not that bad. What, what, what they were talking about is they were talking about making like mirrors to block the sun. Space mirrors. Yeah, yeah. These are like, yeah. These yeah, are, yeah. Hypothetical. Know? Yeah. So they'll, they'll make like a, a two-way mirror. So they'll make one on in the front of the sun and then the other one, this on the other side of the of the planet, right? So then the sun kind of like, when it goes through, it gets... Um, reflected. Reflected away from the planet. Okay. And um, since, you know, it's being reflected away from the planet, the planet will get really cold. And then, because I can't remember the composition, it is a bit too advanced for me, but like the composition of that planet is a lot of like um, ice and stuff like that. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, once the once um, that happens, it will fix the atmosphere mm-hmm. and then all the ice will start evaporating. And, and then, create water. Yes. And then it will start raining for like 60 years straight or something. Damn. And then from there onwards, the, the planet will become habitable. Now, imagine if, like, one of the mirrors backfires yeah. and then it creates, like, this huge solar beam straight onto the planet and it burns, like, half of it. Then you're only going to live in half a planet then. <laughs> That's like, you know, like, as a kid where you play with a magnifying glass yeah, and yeah. try to light things on fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. When you were saying that, the first thing that came to my mind, I'm not sure if you remember, it's in one of the, the mummy movies yeah. where there's, like, a tomb underground 
and they use a mirror to shine light onto another mirror and yeah. it, it lights yeah. up all these other mirrors in the whole room. Exactly. That's yes. the first thing I thought of. Yeah, well, something like that. Like yeah. all, all they're doing is just uh, deviating the heat from the sun away from the actual planet. Mm, mm. But, it, you know, like from what they said, it will take like 100 and something years for it to actually happen. Now, this without, you know, this without actually coming up with the technology to do it, but it's just saying like... Like hypothetically yeah, speaking, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, it's interesting. I, I find it really interesting. It's interesting, yeah. Some of the, the ideas and like calculations these guys do to come up with these concepts. It's crazy. Yeah, it is, it is. And like the thing is there's so many, uh, apparently so many uh, habitable planets out there anyway. So we don't need to look in our... Yeah, we don't have, it doesn't have to be in our galaxy. Yeah. But, you know, how long will it take us to travel there? Yeah, that, that's another issue. Yeah. That's, that's like the movie Passengers where they wake up too early. Yeah. Crazy. That's a good movie, actually. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I think a, pretty much anything with Chris Pratt or Jennifer Lawrence is great. Yeah. Did you watch the latest one? Which one? The, the is it The Tomorrow War, I think it's called. That's on Amazon Prime now. I haven't watched that. Mm. Good movie? Yeah. I, I liked it, but then again, you know, I I have weird taste in movies like it can't be much weirder than thunder force yeah true <laughs> actually you know what's my f- greatest favorite yeah what what, what would be a, a a movie that you've watched once and you liked it but you know you wouldn't watch twice hmm, probably napoleon dynamite yeah that's a, that's a good one i, I was going to say joe dirt yeah yeah i what? tried watching it a second time what? i was like yeah what the yeah, hell it's is not. this <laughs> 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 like at first i was like oh my god it's so funny. and then the second time i went through it i'm just like yeah no it's not gonna do it for me dirty joe dirt <laughs> I, I like the way they structured the movie though how it's all like over radio he's telling his story yeah, and everyone's yeah. like listening in yeah it's it's actually a good movie yeah. It is, it is, but like, yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, not like, sitting through it again. Exactly. There's like, there's a lot of movies out there that I've probably seen over 10 times and I still wouldn't mind seeing them again, you know? It's like me with the butterfly effect. Yeah. Love that movie. Oh, yeah? Mm. Me, Bloodsport. You know, I've never watched the whole thing. What? Yeah, I know it's a good movie, yeah. but I think like when we used to watch it, yeah. I was like way too young. I didn't have the attention span. Okay. And now that I'm older, I'm just like, oh, like I've seen so many movies now and like the graphics and stuff are all different now. So I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be disappointed. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to risk it. I remember uh, a while back, I was sitting with a couple of my mates and we started talking about that movie. And then it turns out that we all knew quotes from the movie. <laughs> And we sat there, we were drinking, and we literally just quoted the crap out of that movie, like line after line after line after line. It was it was actually quite fun. You can tell, like, you can tell that they've seen it a few times too, you yeah. know. So it was really enjoyable. No, it's good. I might have to get around that maybe this this week if I have time between uni. We we've all had lockdowns before. My first one was like, all right, I'm gonna go for a walk every day, three hour walks. Yeah. Then, okay, I'm gonna start studying this new thing. I'm gonna work <laughs> out. And then you, you get the lockdown depression and you're just like, all right, I'm just going to watch TV. That's it. Just going to get fat. That's all you can do. It's fine. Yeah. You can, the thing is, there's so much TV you can watch. Like, on the first lockdown, I knocked, you know, I knocked out a load of shows that I've wanted to watch. Yeah. During that lockdown, I smashed them all out. And then once I smashed them all out, I'm just like, what do I do now? Yeah, well, okay. I mentioned this the other day, actually, but mm. during the lockdowns, I got into... um. A, an anime that I really enjoyed called Fairy Tale. It was nine seasons. It was a couple of months of my life. Like it was, it was close to four hundred episodes. Wow! And I got so attached to those characters. I was like, they cried, I cried. I felt that <laughs> moment with them. You know, 
They go in a relationship, and I was in a relationship. <laughs> like, oh, you in love, I'm in love. And when it came to an end, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. Like, I was staying up to like three in the morning watching this cartoon, like going to work sleep deprived, right? <laughs> and then it ended, and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't even want to watch another cartoon because I just felt like I was betraying them. <laughs> and yeah. Eventually, I, that, that's what put me back onto anime. I started watching so many other animes after that, and, and I just really tried not to get attached. I, I tend to go for the ones with shorter seasons now. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. I had that same thing happen to me when I was watching Californication. Mm. It was just like, I got so hooked onto it. And then like when I finally watched the last episode, and I knew it was over, I was just like, oh my God, what am I going to do now? Like, am I going to come home from work? And what am I going to do? Because like, I used to come home from work, you know, get myself ready for dinner or whatever, and then just sitting in the couch on the couch sorry yeah I'd, I'd smash it three or four episodes before i went to bed and then once that was over it's just like oh what do i do now like on, on the plus night i was going to bed early yeah but yeah i just felt if like that makes a difference yeah i was like my life just not worth living anymore yeah, it's sad it's like you know what like i don't even want to brush my teeth i'm not gonna do it not i'm depressed <laughs> it's not gonna happen but yeah it actually so recently with like the whole lockdowns again I have gotten a bit of the, the lockdown blues. And I think we all have. Yeah, who hasn't, right? Hmm. And it, it actually put me onto a, a feel-good anime. It's called Haikyuu. Yeah. Um, so Haikyuu actually means volleyball in Japanese, which I didn't know until I started watching the show, which was about <laughs> volleyball. Uh, great show. Nice feel-good anime. Nice short episodes. Like maybe 22, 24 minutes per episode. I only started watching it recently. I'm already up to season two, episode 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's four seasons. Unfortunately, they're not all on netflix though so after after season two i'll probably have to head over to crunchyroll or something to finish watching it great show it's about this guy called shoyo hinata and how he gets inspired to play volleyball by this short guy as well who, who becomes a really talented spike guy he's on like national television and he goes on this whole journey himself of trying to become and surpass him yeah so he ends up going to the same high school that that guy went to and training with his actual middle school rival and they actually become really good friends. Oh, wow. And just seeing him develop his own skills and his friendships and personalities and the whole journey, it's amazing. Not just that, but I got another inspiration for another anime-based haircut there from one go. of the characters. <laughs> We're actually putting out a blog post about this um, this show and this haircut. So if you want to see the picture, head over to our, our website, popculturesydney.com.au. I want to get the last Ebenda hairstyle yeah why not just grow your hair a little bit and then we'll like shave an arrow into it and then bleach the arrow done sold i think it will look good we might have to uh, upload it onto the instagram as well <laughs> <laughs> actually i haven't grown my hair in a long time so yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah, we could fill in the gaps with eyeshadow yeah done sold <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys thanks for popping in and listening to our episode today stay tuned and we'll see you next week don't forget to like and subscribe on apple itunes uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all our other streaming services. Leave us a five-star review. Also, head over to our Instagram, follow us, send us a DM, let us know what you like about the show, what you'd like us to talk about, or even if you have any show suggestions. No, thanks for having me in. No worries, man. We'll definitely have to do this uh, again sometime. For shizu, man. <laughs>